0: for entrepreneurs starring film and tv director ronald atkins affectionately known as ron
1: Rod,
0: also starring music producer and photographer nino Bates. this week on i Rather the hustle we're joined by terrell thomas media entrepreneur and founder of these urban times Check it out, it's
1: your boy Ron Ron, Nino Bage, and we have Corolla here, and this is another episode of I would Rather Hustle, and we're reporting live from across the street from Burbank Studios at our home base, our studio, and we're with our guests right now. I'm going to let him introduce himself.
2: Hey, hey, how y'all doing? Terrell Thomas. Some of y'all may know me as Eldorado for my pen name, but I do a lot in this hip-hop sports entertainment world out here. Journalism, creating content, and stuff like that. Dope, I appreciate y'all having me out here today. That's what's up. What's up, guys?
1: What's going on? Hello, Carola, How you doing?
3: How are you, Ron?
1: I'm great. And yourself? How was your Memorial Day weekend?
3: It was chilling at home, studying, reading, going through my thoughts, heart, and all that. No, <laughs> no,
0: she rather hustle, you know. <laughs> she rather hustle. People
3: eating burger out there. I make the burger at home.
1: They don't eat burgers in <laughs> California. They eat like. Lettuce sandwiches
0: sandwiches. (laughs) I feel like there's more
1: Burger stands
0: out here Than I've ever seen In my whole life burgers and tacos Yeah burgers Burgers and and tacos tacos. Everybody got the best burger Like for real (laughs) You know what I'm saying
2: yeah right. I don't know. And you really I finally have to understand try that yourself. though. I remember well, on the East Coast, you see like the California burgers everywhere on the menu. I'm like, what is a California, California burger? <laughs> yeah right.
0: What is? Basically, just means it's got avocado on it. And it, a bunch might of green stuff. it might yeah, be vegan. It might be vegan. Yeah, it's got a lot of green <laughs> stuff on it.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. But you know, there's tacos and everything was going on this weekend. What did y'all end up doing this whole Memorial Day weekend? I was well, she, she, she she was cutting lines.
0: Yeah, and I was I was pretty much grinding as well. You know, what I'm saying I was in the studio. I was like. It was crazy, man Like, I mixed records All night on Sunday And I had to do a photo shoot At 7 o'clock in the morning So it's one of those things Where it's like I try to stop At a certain point Like, oh, I gotta get up at 7 but then when I didn't stop, I was like, well, i just going to have to just push it all the way through. You keep
1: burning midnight oil. You <laughs> <Yeah>, got <you laughs> to so do that sometimes. So I've been working on
0: records all the way up until it was time for me to roll out to go do the photo shoot at 7 a.m. And then we shot, like, some little viral videos with the group, Coast Contra, you know, that I've been working with. Yeah. Um, and then I was just kind of right back to the grind. So, you know what I mean? It was, it, was, it was no it was no sleep.
1: No sleep? Did you catch any of the games?
0: Yeah. Actually, I fell asleep. I actually, because like by the time I got back and kind of got the chance to, to post up, I think I started watching maybe, I came in and, well, no, I think I saw it from the beginning, but after halftime I was gone. I woke up and I was like, yo, what happened? Who won the game? And then wow. I saw the outcome. I was like, yeah, that's what I expected.
1: I mean, who didn't? Cavs and Warriors again? I'm, I knew it, but.
0: <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's, it's kind of whack because, I mean, you know, we can, we can open up the floor, but I'm pretty sure, I think everybody knows that they're going to get waxed in the finals.
2: Hopefully, <laughs> <laughs> could,
0: <laughs> I mean, could it realistically go any other way? It's a business, the NBA. A, I mean,
2: that's yeah, but what, what happened?
0: Look what happened last year. They 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 got
2: him out in five that's games. Why I'm, that's why that's why that's why I'm wondering. You know, are they going to allow that again? You know, that, I think
0: if they wanted some a different outcome, they would have let the Celtics do all of that.
2: No superstars. Got to have superstars in superstar. the finals.
0: Yeah, but I think we had a new superstar in Tatum, and nah, people would not rather yet. see something new. Not yet. I think.
2: Not yet. He's not he, big enough. Yeah, not yet.
1: They said that the finals are usually watched by the casual basketball fan, not the basketball enthusiast. So you want to face, you want a, you want your Steph Curry's there, you want your LeBron James. Well, people, don't, the casual person watching doesn't understand the NBA is a fucking business. Like, if this is normal basketball, how much time, how many timeouts you normally get in a game? About five. It's about seven. About seven. Count how many timeouts are in an NBA game when you watch it, because yeah, yeah, yeah. T- so it's television timeouts. So if it's television timeouts, there's money involved. When there's money involved. The outcomes are they really competitive? Are they really you know? So as now we're going you're...
0: to a topic is the NBA rig? No, I'm not saying that. No, I'm not <laughs> Rick, saying that but at it's all.
2: business. You know, it's business. These sports we do we do get lost in that. Every business has its goals, you know. And the NBA has their goals. They need to make a certain amount of money. Right. They got to please a certain audience so the advertisers that advertising dollar is met. So it's like I heard a lot. I heard a lot of people talking about they want the Rockets and the Celtics just for something new. It's like ah, uh, James Harden isn't really. He's a superstar in the urban community, you know, mm-hmm. and he's known because of his Kardashian relationships. But he's not really a superstar yet. And the Celtics with no Kyrie or no Gordon Hayward, it's like uh, ah. Yeah. And as you mentioned, for the casual fan, it was a, a actual a report that came out earlier last week, and it was like the top twenty five athletes across the world. It was really it was three NBA players in there, and, and in the top fifteen was LeBron James and Steph Curry. LeBron was like number five, and Steph was like twelve. So oh, it's like that. it's a numbers game. It's a numbers game. Yeah, I mean, that leads us to, to yeah, but see, about
0: you. but it's, I feel like it's gonna make it seem like. I feel like if that's the case but I feel like now seeing this matchup again for the fourth time I feel like people are already over it though you see what I'm saying even a lot,
2: like, I think a lot of people are I've heard I've, I'm, I'm surprised it. I've heard a lot of people saying that I'm over watching it. the Stanley Cup well, I'm just keeping it real I don't think I'm watching
1: the NBA finals like that it's Yeah I'm not pressed I'm more yeah. pressed
0: to watch the conference finals than to actually watch the finals cuz right. like we know what's going to happen in the actual finals now
1: Yeah yeah absolutely absolutely but I mean
0: yeah. that it, it would li- take some kind of herculean Jordan-like effort that we've never seen from LeBron for them. If if
1: LeBron pulls it up, I'm giving him the crown. I'm going to be like, okay, I give
2: up. I would would, would would definitely
0: push him into into that conversation more heavy than I have. Mm. No, not yet.
2: (laughs) Because that means he would have beaten them twice. One time, we got to put an asterisk by it because he got... Draymond kicked out, so we gotta throw an asterisk by
0: that one Like that's. A, oh, that's the asterisk. That, that's the asterisk. You
2: can You couldn't beat him at full strength, and you knew that. Like he's admitted to knowing that Draymond was the glue man, and he had to find a way to disrupt that chemistry. Like.
0: Well then, don't we give him credit for that?
2: Nah, nah. Because Jordan nah, got in people's heads nah, in the same way. Nah, I'm not giving him credit for that. Really. <laughs> like, not. But you can't be four and five in the finals and be the greatest. He's a oh, great. Oh yeah, no, no. He no. is a great. That's that's undeniable. He's a great. But we gotta let Jordan sit on top of that throne for some time. I
0: and I uh, honestly, I wholeheartedly agree. Like my whole my my position in that argument from day one has been like, get out of here. Like just just off of LeBron's final record alone, like I don't care if you went eight times in a row, you lost. Five of them already. You about to lose six, bro? Like, come on! But you, you the know, new Jerry, and then somebody tried to bring up Bill Russell's name. I said, no, Bill won the finals.
1: <laughs> it. I said,
0: if you want to call him the new Jerry West, you can do
1: that. And he's the logo, so we can respect Lebron for his greatness. <laughs> yeah, greatest, you, you can know? be the new Jerry West.
0: You make it to the finals, and you
1: get smacked. You know what I think it is? Before we go deep into the, th- I think it's all on perspective and your personality. Like me personally, I favor Kobe Bryant because Kobe, You're a great Kobe. Man. It's the same age as me. It's the same zodiac zodiac sign and same mentality. You a as Virgo? Man. I'm a Virgo. Me too. Brother. Oh my you oh. you August Virgo or September? I'm September. Oh,
2: September, man. September. Oh, September what? Seventh. Twentieth. Okay. Yeah, okay. You all right. You on the right? On the <laughs> You're On the <laughs> Yeah,
1: yeah. But I think I think you relate. I relate to Kobe because of that fact. I know his mentality and the people that grew up in the Jordan, Jordan era, like that real age group. Always gonna favor Jordan, and the young kids now favor LeBron because they That's didn't see I've Jordan seen. play. And when you see sports center highlights every second, they make a new stat and a new yeah, the fucking, stat's crazy. Yeah, they make a new new stat for everything. LeBron the, just
2: scored forty points by drinking orange Gatorade. Yeah, right. so
1: they're, they're they're products of consumerism and marketing. They and they don't realize it. But like you're, you're being marketed a product every day, and it's making you believe. You know what? They're right. You know why they had this Jordan just Jordan LeBron debate? So they can pitch a documentary for. Michael Jordan they have now on ESPN that they're having in 10 hours so they made no, it's let's Netflix. Get into, Netflix Netflix is doing it? It's Netflix
2: No, It's, it's a combo it's it's, ESPN and, and it's, Netflix Also yeah, yes. oh, the ESPN producing is going
1: to yeah, be yeah. shown it's on a, Netflix uh-huh. Yeah uh-huh. Okay But that's another topic Let's talk to my man right here Terrell Terrell You talk a lot about basketball What's your, what's your background bro? Uh,
2: well as I, as I let you know I'm from Philly I grew up in the Philly area and it's funny like my mom was heavy in the sports growing up My mom was in the mil- military my mom and dad so I was born in Hawaii, but then divorce happens in life, of course. My mom moved back to her hometown in Philly. My mom was a, a big sports fan, man. Football, baseball, basketball. So growing up, I literally, like, I would come home from school, and I would do my homework. And then I used to have, we had, like, sports encyclopedias in the house. So then I would have to do an assignment where she may just quiz me. So in today's world, she might ask me, you know, how many points did LeBron have on, ah. Uh, October 25th 2011 now I'm in the encyclopedia You know like So I learned stats quickly I learned how to read Numbers mm-hmm. in sports And sports has always been like A passion of mine I played high school football High school baseball And uh I came into the game Actually doing hip hop journalism But mm-hmm. I was always trying To get folks to see That hip hop is so much more Than music It's the things we wear It's the things we eat It's sports Cause the old line You know Athletes wanna be rappers Rappers wanna be athletes mm-hmm. And uh I've kind of just combined the world of hip-hop and sports to get me to where I am today. Oh, that's what's up. That's what's up. I mean, what
1: is it? I've I seen, I seen your IG. I've seen what you're doing with the, with the... What is it? What's the name of the site? Hip-Hop Since 1987. So Hip-Hop Since 1987. You want to tell us a little bit more about that? Which yeah, that's with a,
2: a site that uh one of my homies created, and I kind of like took, took the head to kind of branding it and getting it out a little bit more. Um... As I was telling y'all off here, I moved to Atlanta in two thousand and eight and two thousand and ten. But in two thousand and eight, before the podcast came, Podcast game Kind of got heavy I was doing a podcast Called Get Lifted And mm-hmm. I was doing stuff In the political realm So I was kind of Combining politics And hip hop And I was like Man you know I, I don't want to Continue to work for folks And whatnot I had four jobs Back in Philly mm-hmm. And I was doing my podcast Every night From 10 to 12 right. After, after four work
1: podcasts, four podcasts Four jobs I in had Philly? four jobs in you, Philly man you selling oils what No else, no no, no, no That's no. No, Philly no. See, <laughs> that
2: <was> the Philly niggas <laughs> <like>, My homies <laughs> used to Always make jokes with me And call me a Jamaican you know, <laughs> That was always The running joke And whatnot Like oh we know it Else doing, he's at work, you know what I'm uh-huh. saying, like, that was the running joke, but I kind of, I loved having money, I loved the security, but I was, I did, I was always at work, and then finally, like one of my cousins had started doing the podcast, she's like, man, I I got a chance for us to do a radio show, you should do it, I'm like, nah, like, I don't really have, no, I don't have time, I don't have interest in it, I, I spoke to it about my, I spoke with it, uh, I spoke about it with my lady, she's like, man, you know, try it, why not, you know, it might be dope, mm-hmm. so I, I decided to do it with my cousin. I'm like, all right, Why well, you got let me pick the name, pick the, pick the concepts. We want to get lifted because I assumed, I'm like, catch a thing. It's about smoking, but oh, it's, but, but it's smoking. really getting lifted, thinking outside the box. You know what I'm saying? Like thinking outside the box. I was heavy in the politics world. I was I was a political science major in school, politics, outside of sports. What school? A, I went to Kutztown University. It's a small school, about an hour and a half outside of Philly.
0: Okay, so it's in Pennsylvania. Yeah, it's in Pennsylvania. It's okay, in cool. Pennsylvania.
2: And, uh... I went there for for political science. One of my aunts in the Ohio area, right in, in Columbus. Not too, I know you say you're from Indiana, not yeah. too not too far. She's she's been in politics my whole life, so she's kind of someone that I watched growing up and different things like that. So I combined the two. I'm like, all right, well, you do the hip-hop portion, and I was uh, speaking of my cousin, and I'll, I'll get us artists and whatnot. I got on the internet heavy and be trying to recruit artists to come on the show and send us our music. And then we would always talk about their music and then stuff that was going on in the community or headlines that were going on in politics. So coming to Atlanta, I'm like, ah, you know what I'm saying? Like, I want to combine those realms. I want to do that there. I did that. I wanted to uh, start my own website so I threw out one day on Twitter like hey who knows how to do graphic designs mm-hmm. um, a friend of mine that I had one of the four jobs with he was an artist his name is Clout shout out to you good brother he connected me with my man Brandon Brandon is the founder of Hip Hop's 1987 he started he's like yo my homie's starting a site it's a Philly based site you know he just pretty much put in Philly rappers. you should reach out to him I'm quite sure y'all can do some dope stuff together mm-hmm. so I reached out to that cat I ended up going home to Philly to visit friends and family we, we linked up and whatnot I kind of shared some of my ideas like yo I'm already doing this in the political world and uh, doing work in politics got me uh, hooked up with a cat named Biko Baker he was doing stuff with Source and the Vibe so he put me in like a bigger realm a bigger lane with some bigger artists brought that over to the site the cat Brandon pretty much gave me the keys like all right, I'll make you a partner like let's do this you know like let's make this thing work and whatnot and I was able to Through politics and music, I reached out to the Hawks after a few years and whatnot. I did a situation where I bought tickets to every game, you know what I'm saying? I was on StubHub every night to the point like my lady would start getting mad at me like, you know, this bill is due right now. You talking (laughs) about you about to go sit courtside and whatnot. I had a whole game plan. I'm like, damn, all right. It was hard when I applied for press passes. The NBA don't really approve hip hop sites. Like that's not how it goes. Not too many urban sites and whatnot. Not too many cats in the in the media realms that look like us. You know what I'm saying? That's just not what it is. It's a lot of older white men, a lot of younger white women women, you know, it's a business. You got a face you that you that you're attracting. But I was like, if I could build my own content and get my own stuff off, then maybe I'll be able to kind of backdoor in. So I bought tickets to every home game from the 2013, 2014 Atlanta Hawks season and went to every game. I was courtside, making sure players saw me. I I already had relationships with some of the rap artists. I would see them, dap them up, and I was writing my own stories off of the games. Mm. The 2014-15 year, I sent all that information to the Hawks. Like, here are my StubHub information from me buying tickets to y'all games. Here are my stories that I've been writing without, you know, official content what do I need to do to get coverage? Like, how can I become a media member? They was blown away. You know what I'm saying, like, shout out to the Atlanta Hawks. I will always, always, no matter where God takes me in this whole sports entertainment realm, I will always have love for them because they gave a brother a chance. You know, like he's they got was, a
0: Hawks hat on right now. Yeah, to I'm.
2: A, I'm a always <laughs> love the Hawks, man. I, I was gonna I, say that must have been rough
0: sitting through all those games. It,
2: I, it was, but it wasn't. because I, I love the game. <laughs> like I literally, I, 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 I have the league pass now. I watch, I watch the Suns. I watch the Magic. I'm watching it with a different eye. You know, I want to see what each player. Does, see their habits and different things,
0: so it we might it, as well be a scout, bro. It wasn't give bad them scouting reports.
2: <laughs> you know, and I, I, you know, I, I don't know where God is going to take me with this. I honestly don't. Who knows? Maybe he's going to let me be a GM in twenty years. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, the Hawks gave me a chance. They said, you know what? Well, we'll give you tickets game by game and whatnot, and we'll see what you do. So I'm like, bet. Sure, you know, that works for me. You know, that's better. I was buying tickets and now I'm gonna get official content They let me rock out like that for a year. And I mean, the, the more access i had the better my stories got i was actually able to talk to the hawks and talk to the players and talk to the fans and stuff and the next year they gave me season credentials and it's been on ever since it's been on ever since man. wow wow
0: Wow. now and and has that opened doors for you to get credentials from other teams as
2: well yes indeed so the the philosophy has worked wonders i I, um i also covered i'm I'm leaving this i covered the WNBA. so the year that i was buying tickets for the hawks I was actually I had actual official tickets for the WNBA. I mean, the WNBA isn't as big as the NBA, so it's
0: easier to. get it, the it,
2: it was that, and I also got to give a lot of love. Angel McCarty. she's uh she plays for the Atlanta Dream. She won a gold medal and everything. I met her in the summer league. Ludacris was doing a a, a he does a summer, le- not a league, but he does a game every year. Yeah. He has, he has Ludacris Day, Luda Day weekend. Day. Yeah. Ludacris yeah. Day weekend. So they invited me out to cover that and uh, I met Angel there. I met Angel that day, and I explained to her, I'm like, hey, how you doing? You know, I'm a young, up-and-coming black journalist. I got this site. I know who you are, because she, she she does, also used her voice in college at Louisville on a lot of political stances and whatnot, so I was talking to her about that. I'm like, can I may I get an interview? May I please get an interview? She gave me an interview right there on the spot, and her number, you know what I'm saying? She's like, if you want to do a better interview, come to Phillips Arena, and we can do one after practice, so I took her up on that offer, and She held her word, and I was like, well, how do you go about, you know, getting passes, getting media passes? And she introduced me to the PR from there, and, you know, pretty much was like, this is my little brother. Mm -hmm. You know, like, I want him to cover the game. So I had the dreams information, was covering the dream games. And then, like I said, I bought bought the tickets for a year with the Hawks, started combining that information and that coverage. Did one year officially with the Hawks, and then the Hawks kind of, I started asking them, hey, you know, like, I would love to go home and cover a Sixer game. And, and, and working with the Hawks, I was also blessed to meet some PRs that work for ESPN. And they see me like, it's not too many blacks in there. You know, there really aren't too many blacks.
0: My, it's funny, my uncle's a director for. Uh for the, the, the studio out here. So he works, like, all of the stuff that's shot out here. Oh, that's love, yeah, he, yo. He, that's great. <laughs> yeah, he's got, like, four Emmys. It's crazy. I, I need Center one of those. And, I yeah.
2: need one of those, man. But I always come in suited and booted. You know, like, I know, that I, okay, he's a young black man. You never know what the perception may be with other media, with other sports PRs. So I come in suit and tie, and I'm very professional in how I conduct it. So one day a PR from ESPN was there covering the Hawks. Her name is Carrie Potts. Shout out to you, Carrie. I love you to this day. And she saw me and kind of scooped me up, like, hey, you know, what you're doing is pretty unique. You know, like, let me pass you this information. And she's, uh, She's actually had me cover several events for ESPN, and they've let me, like, they've used some of the content, but then they also let me use it for myself, for Hip Hop's nice. 1987. And then I have a production company as well, These Urban Times, where I kind of throw some of the off, uh, it's almost like my, my my side B stuff. You know how they say on the album, you got side A and side B? I'll put yeah. some of the side A stuff on Hip Hop's 1987. Yeah, yeah. Then some of the side B stuff, I'll keep to myself and throw on These Urban Times. Wow, wow! Your
1: story, what sticks out to me is just you able to connect the dots, and that's what I think a lot of people that hustle do a lot. You know, you you get one lane, but you're just not satisfied and content until you make the
2: next connection, and you keep rising up. Like never satisfied. That's talk, why, that's why I'm here, man. I'm never satisfied. Talk
1: to us about the journey. Like, what, what I know that you did it, but like, what was going on family wise? You had a lady at the time, and what was her reaction? I know it's, it's sometimes it's hard, but sometimes it's blessing.
2: It's, you, know, it, you like. know now, quite honestly, you know like. It's one of them. I'm a firm believer of, like you got to speak things into existence. And I remember in and I came to Atlanta July 1st 2010, you know what I'm saying? And I quit my job It was May 31st. I quit them all. And I told them Quit them I, all. I quit them all. Yeah, I quit <laughs> them all on the same day. May like that's how I remember these days. May 31st. So I used I used to, I was a, a assistant manager at Lids. Then I worked for Aramark. I was a manager with the uh, with the the Phillies and the 76ers in the concession stands and whatnot. I did
1: that job too, Aramark. Street yeah, I, you know
2: what I'm saying I I, yeah. I I worked for the the Sixers and in the, the Phillies. So it's it's even funny when I go back now to Philly and cover some of the games and, you see the and it's old like old workers and supervisors. And they think I'm still like, yo, man, like you said you were gonna do it, like and you're really here doing it. And that shit sometimes is mind blowing and whatnot. And then I worked at the uh, the the Liz I worked that was in the airport. So you know you gotta have the airport bag and all that then I did like stock at this restaurant inside the airport and whatnot so I literally was working like 6 in the morning to 2 in the morning you know what I'm saying like some nights I would just park up in my next job hotel brush my teeth you know what I'm saying Mm. and just get a few hours of sleep because I knew I needed to check in the next day so when I was telling uh my lady was from here too. Like that's that's she's what that from she's from Atlanta. Damn. She's from Atlanta. She's from Atlanta. she's from Atlanta. I'm forgetting we in LA we're in and everything, Atlanta. but we met in Philly because she went to school at Temple University. Temple so, University. So she yeah. went to Temple. So, uh, me and her met in 2008, and I would come down here for the holidays. We would come visit her family and stuff like that. So. Uh, when she was graduating in 2010, we were like, we knew we wanted to start a life together. We knew we wanted to do something. I knew I wanted to do stuff as an entrepreneur. She's in the theater. She does poetry, great jobs in poetry. But She's also in the education. She was actually working in education. She still does that now. So we had a few options, like Houston, Charlotte, and Atlanta. Like, where are we going to move? Those are places that were offering her jobs. And I'm like, yo, like, let's go to Atlanta. You know, like, I'm, I'm pretty sure that I would have an opportunity with that supposed, supposedly being a black Mecca of, you know, getting what I'm trying to get off the ground in Atlanta versus us going to Charlotte mm-hmm. or coming all the way out to Houston. And uh, so we agreed to come to Atlanta and uh, we came out there. Like, some of my homeboys was like, ah, you know, you moving for a girl, this, that, and the third. You know, <laughs> like, they didn't see. Like, I'm like, no, I'm moving because I, I think I can get this shaken out here. And you know? of course, she was a part of the plan. Like, I won't deny that. Mm-hmm. But it was like, ah, I think I can get this shaken out here. You know what I'm saying? Um, but it was hard Like I mean I moved there And my only family Was her You know what I'm saying Like she was my family And you know Her family chairing us on Then she got pregnant That year As we were moving down And whatnot So it's like I'm moving to a new land No real job security And I, I mean I just was working Four jobs Now I have no You know Real job security And my lady is pregnant You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying Like what is this life About to give me For real For real So literally dog I got down there Like I said July 1st first four days it was kind of you know like a fake honeymoon oh you're here you know i'm saying she had to go a a a month before me she left she left she left june first after i quit on my job she left june first because she had to come down for training school training everything school started in atlanta a little bit earlier Mm -hmm. than it did up north in philly so my final month at home it was kind of like packing up I, i brought all our stuff down pretty much and whatnot and uh it was almost like I said, like a honeymoon period. Like, okay, you know, this is Atlanta. We're actually here now. Mm-hmm. This down the third. Then July 5th. I went out to a hair show because my barber was in town. I have, I've had the same barber since I was ten years old. Mm. Shout out to him, Dink the barber. Now he cuts, he cuts. Uh, the more I grew up with the Morris twins, Marquis and oh, Marquis. Okay. You know uh, they're from, so, I, yeah, they I, from I Philly. Yeah, they're from Philly. I didn't know they were from Philly. Philly. Yeah, mm-hmm. from Philly. We grew, we all grew up together, and we've had the same barber since we was young. He, he's he's on the sidelines all their games. Grant Hill gave him a shout out this year because uh, Grant Hill called them like, yo y'all always sharp. Who cuts y'all? You know what I'm saying? His name oh, is man. Dink, but he goes by the name of Bionic Barber because he lost his leg, and he's like he walks around. By Bionic, you know what I'm saying? Bionic the barber? Bionic barber, yeah. The Bionic <laughs> barber, you know what I'm saying? Check him out. But uh, he came down for a hair show. So I'm like, man, I don't know nobody out here. I might as well go to this hair show. We go to the hair show. I meet this young lady out there, register and cast a vote, you know what I'm saying? And she saw me. I'm tatted up and whatnot. She assumed, like, he's just some nigga. you know what I'm saying? She's like, I know you're not registered to vote. So I started coming. I miss, I'm a political science major. Start breaking different shit down to her and whatnot. She's like, oh, I do this stuff with Vibe, this nonprofit. We should rock out. That's how I met the gentleman Biko Baker that I was mentioning a moment ago. Mm. Next month, September, I flew to Milwaukee. That's where their headquarters was for like a, a summit and stuff like that. And he, he saw me. He's like, you know, you got a lot of raw talent, this, that, and the third. And he started plugging me into stuff. In the political world, the hip-hop world, he was real cool with Snoop. He was plugging me into stuff. Like, all the artists he had connections with, he was plugging me into. And that helped me with the These Urban Times thing. But it was still hard because it was like, all right, I've been in Atlanta for two months now. I'm telling my lady, like, yeah, I'm going to this summit with this nonprofit, X, Y, and Z. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, it the, the 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 journey was very hard. Like I said, when, even buying tickets with the Hawks, I say, like... I'm I'm doing stuff as an entrepreneur, so you know money comes sometimes, money right. don't come, and then I'm spending money. You know it's like all right, here go seventy dollars for the for the water bill we're going to pay half of it right now cuz I I got <laughs> to sit courtside. I can't be I can't just go to the game and sit in the 300 section. That's not going to have the same effect. Like no one's going to notice me and I need to sit a, courtside. Part of it is our image the It's the image, the you know what I'm saying? In Atlanta you can it's sell the image. it. All like I I've, I've day. heard that
1: in Atlanta you can really like sell an image.
2: But see, that your, what worked for me was I was selling it and I was proving it, you yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's of like course. like uh one of the cats that I had the closest relationship to this day, shout out to the Street Access, is X, it's two change, you know what I'm saying? Two change. Two change. See, I would see him at the games and then he would see me in Atlanta. I mean excuse me, see me out here in LA for BT. He would see me in my he's like, damn man, you know, I see you everywhere. You know, like, yeah, I'm really I'm really trying to do this. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it was like in Atlanta, it is. It's very easy to sell an image, but when cats see that you're, you know, pushing an image that you really stand by, it's a whole another ball game. Yeah,
0: no, absolutely. Because every, everybody's selling something, So once you can verify it, then you whole know, yeah, ball it works. game. Yeah.
2: But yeah. It's, it's, it's been a struggle. Even now it's a struggle with us being out here in L. A. You know, yeah. it's it's a totally new round.
0: How long y'all been out here?
2: I, I've been out here for three months officially. You know, I, I I'm living out here for about a year, and I'm gonna see if it's worth bringing the family out here and everything. But one of the things that was fortunate with via the Hawks and via ESPN with their connections and via the Atlanta Dream, I built relationships out here with the Lakers, with the Clippers, and with the Sparks. Like gotcha. I said, I covered the Sparks game, that their home opener on Sunday. I'm i I'll be doing season credentials out here with the Sparks, same way I did with the Dream. The uh, I came out here in the middle of April, and once I came out here, I covered the last few Clippers games, covered the last few Lakers games. I got a real great relationship with Lou Williams. That's my man. Like, our daughters play together. He's been real supportive with me. He has homies that rap and stuff like that. And he's
0: Atlanta via and then played in Philly for so long. Yep,
2: so that's our connection. He's from he, Philly. He, he, no, no, no. He's, no, he's from, from Atlanta. Atlanta. He's from, he's he's from, from Atlanta. Memphis. Yeah. He's from Memphis. Okay. But he played his high school ball in, yeah, in, in Gornett, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Then he got drafted by the Sixers okay. and whatnot. So that was kind of that's like our, our paths have kind of been the same. It's like he understands my culture coming from Philly. I understand his culture. He's just been so supportive and so helpful. I, that's why, you know, I got to get. Him much love. If he was one of the cats. I'm like, yo, you know, like I, I got a relationship with the PRs out there, but why don't you give me that, that extra, extra course, edge? You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. So I came out here, he had me VIP, sitting course out of his game, and they're like Aren't you the media guy? Like, yeah, you know, cause I, I I also travel with the Hawks. I don't travel with them, but they open the door. Like, I'll to, buy to my own ticket. Yeah, y'all yeah, yeah. y'all going to L.A. and I can get a credential via y'all. I'm gonna buy the ticket and come cover the game. Like, yeah, that's no, a yeah, courtside like that, Lakers ticket. Why would I not come? <laughs> <you know? laughs> right. And I'm gonna do my I'm gonna make sure that I get quality content. It's gonna get out asap, and that's helped you know open the doors to where I am today. Do but you know Drea? You got to know Drea then? Dreya. she does PR for Lou. Yeah, Andre. yeah, that's yeah. my homegirl. Yeah yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's a they small. they very Shout out yeah, to Andrea. Yeah, and Erica. yeah I, shout out I've to Andrea. I literally like. They just, with just had us. a crazy party over yeah, the they, weekend. They, I, I was mad. My my man was there. Is he my <laughs> homegirl? That's where I see you is at the yes <laughs> with Lou. <laughs> yeah, because I just said I was like you was out of town. And so this is I feel like it's BS because every year I go. Every year, Lou always has me with him. You know what I'm saying? I mean, and it's like Meek just came home, and Meek was there. I'm like, the one year I don't go, <laughs> I'm out here. I see my homies. I'm looking at their pictures. They're having a good time. Then I see Meek. They sending me pictures. I'm like, Meek is there? Like, That's what is, the worst. Like you go on Instagram, after you didn't do something. You're like
1: yeah, I'm gonna chill. I'm gonna fall back. Then you wake up like one or two o'clock. You go on an Instagram
2: story. You're like, damn, it's lit. Listen, it's I, I, was, I, was, I was just in Atlanta. <laughs> I was in Atlanta for two weeks. I went and surprised my lady for Mother's Day because I was out here. So my homie, he he was telling me he was going out. There. Andrea and was telling me, like, you're not going to stay for lose party. I'm like, no, nah, I got to go back to L.A. I knew the Sparks game was Sunday. I'm like, I'm building this relationship with the Sparks. Like, I don't want to play when I know I should be working. You know what I'm saying? Right, so right. that was what's funny. Like, they out watching chicks shake their ass at the at the Lou Williams, and I'm watching chicks run up and down the court playing basketball. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Shout out but to Lou Williams. Yeah. Doesn't
1: he have like two girls? He has like, no, no, no. That no, was no, like no. a rumor. No, that
2: yeah, was, was a while ago. That yeah, was a while doing ago? He's doing the right thing. You know what I'm saying? He's doing, okay, right. he doing the family life. You i He's doing the family life right now. But yeah, that was crazy seeing seeing them out there. I, I, I love it. When they first started, literally, like, we, we've helped each other in so many likes they were starting to get into the sports round with Damari Carroll. Damari Carroll yes, outside of yes, Lou yes. was one of their first was one of their first clients. Right. I went to interview Damari Carroll and got my biggest interview which was with Steph Curry before he won the chip before he won the MVP and I was telling them they were, they were there to play the Hawks. The Hawks won a 20 game winning streak or something like that. The Warriors had the best record in the league. This was 2014-15 season. The first year I had gotcha. the, the, the paper credentials and whatnot. And like I said I was there via Andrea and them because I was was there to interview Damari. Damari was like, hey, I, I dig what you're doing, young'in. I'm not gonna give you an interview in a studio. Come to the game, come to practice and whatnot. So I went there to Hawk's practice, you know what I'm saying? And uh, but you 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 was, you was with me with that John. Was, was you there at that job? Yeah, yeah, yeah my, my shout out to my man Izzy, you know what I'm saying. We went together and whatnot. He was he he does a lot of my uh videography, does the camera work and stuff and whatnot. And I saw Steph leaving the court after I did the to Mario He was leaving the court. And I ran up to Steph like, Steph, up and coming entrepreneur. That's why I rock with the Warriors to this day. Like, cats mm. always tease me, like, you from Philly. You lived in Atlanta. Why you mess with the Warriors? like, Steph was leaving the floor. Mm. His PR was telling him to come on. I'm like, look, dog, I'm an up and coming journalist. And it wasn't, there weren't. it was heavy journalists there that day right. because it was a big game. The Hawks won a 20 game winning streak. The Warriors had the best record in the league at that time. But not many of them was black. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And I was like, you know, I just, can I get three? Three minutes with you. He's like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Give me about a good six minutes, you know what I'm saying? But gave me a dope interview, you know what I'm saying? So I was like, damn, like this cat is real, you know what I'm saying? Right. Shout and out to the
1: Warriors. It's shout probably. out to the
2: Warriors, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. this, this was before he won the MVP, before they won the finals. Y'all can check the interview out on hip hop since 1987. I just posted this uh last night, because some of my homies was talking trash because they had to pay up. Oh, you bandwagon, you bandwagon. you like, no, I've we, been down. We're gonna repost this. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's not about being bandwagon, but this brother looked out when he didn't have to. He could have said, no, I'm cool. I just practiced for an hour or whatever it is. You know what I'm saying? But in the interview, I told him, I'm like, yo, you're going to win the MVP this season. Y'all going to win the finals. You know what I'm saying? He's like, nah. You know what I'm saying? Like, he didn't believe it himself. And here we are, round four, Celtics right. Warriors. Four. You know wow. what I'm saying? Wow. <laughs> like, wow.
0: That's crazy. Now, I did want to ask you about hip-hop since 1987. Okay, in my brain, can... can you know, fix fix the confusion Why do I want to Associate that name With like Hit Boy? Or because
2: uh, Because Jay Shout out Jay Z Rockefeller They had a management company Hip hop since 1978 No I know that but, and, and then uh, But Hit I thought Boy. Hit has, Boy he H- has this Hit Squad 87 Or something like that It's, it's like oh, maybe, eight, So it's HS87 But it's not It's not That's maybe where I was getting confused Because mm-hmm.
0: I knew about hip hop You know I knew about You know uh, You know 78 Because that was uh, you know, He was management And you saw mm-hmm. all that stuff But I knew I always associated Hip hop since 1987 With Hitboy for some reason and like I thought that was his label name, so then when I saw that, I was like, "Wait a minute, I'm getting confused." And I was like, "Wait a minute, this is <laughs> this is actually a blog because I know that that name definitely has been out." No, and yeah, it's a blog. A like I said, my
2: my uh, my my homie, my partner Brandon, who founded it at the time. He was born in '87. That's why I'm so that, yeah. So that's the year I'm saying he went with when he started the company and everything.
0: Okay, and is he still a part of it now? Or yeah, yeah, he's still part of it. So it's y'all too.
2: It's a whole team of us though. It's a whole team of us, whole crew.
0: Cool, cool. And when did that launch then? When when did that go on? Ah, I want
2: to say he started in two thousand and eight, I believe. I came on board towards the end of 2010, 2011. Got you, got you. Got but like you. I said, before that, he was he was doing things in Philly. I kind of brought the outside base, doing Atlanta. And at the time, it was just like Philly artists and Philly music. He was doing other things, like adding sports here and there. But I came with like the Atlanta vibe, the sports vibe, and the entertainment vibe. Got you.
0: Now, real real quickly. Um, since obviously you, you you bring the sports to the table and hip hop, and I want to get into that because there's some interesting stuff going on in hip hop. Um, this this conversation now it seems like it's it's a perpetually we have it every year now as far as when LeBron gets to another level of his career, we keep throwing want to have this goat debate. I'm just curious where you fall into line as far as that debate. Me personally, I still can't. I, I probably will never. In life, put him above MJ just because his career is almost over and we know what he's done. <laughs> um, you know, it, it, barring something completely monumental, like even perhaps winning this year's final, I'd maybe get him closer, but I just think his finals record to me is, is marred that whole GOAT conversation.
2: See, I'm I'm always in a win uh 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 lose lose rather situation when it comes to LeBron because like a lot of my followers and they always say I'm hating on LeBron. Like I'm very vocal of being a Kobe fan. That's why I say I, I love Kobe. My mom used to babysit Kobe. You know what I'm saying. Mm. So oh, that's that, crazy. Yeah, that's so it. Another thing. From oh, Philly. Yeah, 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 my, yeah, yeah. My, my, my mom is from North Philly. So when uh, when his dad Joe Bryant played for the Sixers, Jelly they used to Bean. do pickup games with this cat Sonny Hill. He's a legend in the Philadelphia basketball realm for his Sonny Hill leagues. A lot of cats have played in the Sonny Hill, heard Hill of leagues. His Sunny Hill, A lot man, of cats have played in league, the Sunny yeah. Hill League. So my mom, in her summer times, she would go to McGonaghy Hall, that was on Broad Street, or Sunny Hill, mm-hmm. and she would watch the games. And at the time, Joe Bryant had his little son, Kobe. So she would watch him every week during the games and stuff. So when I was Kobe was and in, in, uh, at Lower Marion in high school, my mom and my grandma used to be laughing, like, it's funny, he used to change his diapers, you know, he used to watch him, da 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 So I'm like, who is this cat that my mom used to babysit, like, you know what I'm saying? I wasn't really big into the high school sports realm, um... But then find out, I'm like, i root for ball. Then he went to the Lakers. I've been a Laker fan since about 88, 89. That, me too. My, yeah, uh, I've been a, a long time. My, my, right. aunt, my aunt was like one of my favorite people in the world. She had a boyfriend till to this day. is my uncle, my Uncle Rob. He was a Laker fan. He loved the Lakers. So when I watched basketball and I was learning about basketball, although I was in Philly, I wasn't learning about the Sixers. I was learning about his team. He was talking about magic and worthy and whatnot. So I was watching Laker games with him. So it was kind of like I grew up watching the Lakers and having a love for the Lakers. Yeah. So, well, in, the, in
0: all fairness, not to cut you off, but I think a lot of people, when you grew up in the 80s, because of the state of the NBA, you, bird you versus Magic. yeah, you, yeah. It, it's, it's just a bird versus magic, so it was easy. And that's why I was a fan because my dad was watching bird versus magic.
1: You know why? Because most black people didn't like the Lakers. That's, I that's, a, like, yeah, the that's it. I like, was like. Okay, bird the Lakers. Magic. <laughs> it
0: yeah. wasn't until the Kobe generation when people started hating on the Lakers, really. Because I was the only dude in Atlanta, I was in Justin's. That was going for L.A. when they were playing against Philly.
2: That's crazy. I was the only man in Philly.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I remember standing up on. on, I stood up on my chair in the middle of justice when they won, and everybody looked like they wanted to jump
2: me. To this day, dog. Game one. I mean, my lady sees it all the time. Game one, the Sixers beat the Lakers. I was in my my cousin's my uncle Rob's son. They lived in the projects in Philly and whatnot. He was a Laker fan, too, because of his pop. You know what I'm saying? So we was the only—I swear I feel like we was the only two cats in the city of Philadelphia rooting for the Lakers at at, at this time. Sixers won game one. That's the infamous when AI stepped over Lou Williams. I mean, excuse me, Ty Ty Lou. So that night, uh, we was out in his project and, like, the little cul-de-sac and all the Lakers— I mean, all the Sixers fans was talking shit. Yeah, y'all ain't shit. We told y'all. that. And I'm a young boy. I was, like, 12, 13 at this time when, when this was going down. And I'm like, ah, we still going to win this, that, and the third. It was a cat. He was like a kind of a known drug dealer. You know what I'm saying? He had a pit bull. He like, you little niggas going to learn today. He let his pit bull loose. Pit bull bit me in my leg. You know what I'm saying? Like, to this day, my cousin shot the damn pit bull. That was the only way. It was a pit bull. You know, I, I, I literally have the bite marks still on my thighs. Like, this Lakers shit is deep. I didn't got bit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I done <think I've> got bit <laughs> for these Lakers. And Yo, that's out, you deep. know what I'm saying? Like, that's deep. But, uh... So, you know, like, to get to the LeBron thing, like, people just know I love Kobe Bryant. LeBron the man, I love that I man. love LeBron I the man. I love it. Like yeah, like yeah. And, you know, cats always get that confused. they like, oh, you're yeah, a LeBron hater. It's like, no, I only judge LeBron by what he does on the basketball court. Is he a phenomenal father? Hell yeah. Is he a phenomenal husband? Hell yeah. Is he a philanthropist for the stuff that he does and how he gives back to the community, his time, his money, his energy? Hell yeah. Like that, those things have no choice but to be respected. But when we start talking GOAT status, it's like, is he the most physically gifted player I've ever seen? Yes. Is he the best player I've ever seen? No. no. Mm-hmm. I was able to see Jordan. Like, I saw Jordan with my eyes. Uh, yeah, if you yeah. see like, Jordan and I you know basketball, it's, it's almost
0: impossible to even have the conversation. The I co-
2: saw Kobe. As you said, we're Virgos. We're that Virgos. killer instinct is like, we, all the flashy stuff in the state, I want to see you kill your we're opponent. Opponents. I saw Kobe do that.
0: And we unfortunately, we've seen LeBron get killed. Yeah, and so it's
2: like... <laughs> <laughs> Not
1: to take any, LeBron's Not, a great player. I think in this day and era, in this day and our time, is people look at stats and that analytics and you see a lot of journalists What are they all that fanboys are nerds too much ner- you have people that literally too never played any sport in their life and they just look at numbers all day long like well it's algorithm and a shot selection <laughs> and then nobody laces up their sneakers to count that when you lace up your sneakers it's winning chips am I right, right. or wrong right. every competitive level from junior think, high school to high school to college winning, yeah. is winning. chips Winning chips. And I don't take anything away from Broncos. Reaching eight straight finals is a feat in itself. It's it's a crazy accomplishment. But it doesn't but push either,
0: you ahead in the GOAT conversation. Yeah, I, I, because I contest he sounds else. better than Jordan than me. Like, let's say
1: he won them all.
0: Mm-hmm. If he won them all, it's a
2: different yeah, conversation. It's a way different conversation. We lost a lot. He about a way to take another, another conversation. Out. He's currently three and five in the finals. Yes. Yeah, I terrible just can't record. call you the GOAT. How? Are you one of the top five, top ten players to ever touch a basketball? I will never argue that point. Yes, he is. Yeah. is he and inter- I love, I'll watch LeBron play before, you know, like I always when he's must see TV. If LeBron's on TV, I'm watching. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna get right. something to eat and I'm yeah. gonna watch him play no matter who he's playing. But that doesn't mean that he's the greatest of all time. And I also throw this in there sometimes, it's like, but his story isn't complete. Can he be one day? Maybe we don't know. We don't know. Maybe so who's who's not to say he doesn't play another ten years the way he's conditioned and whatnot, and he, wins. he wants to play with his son. So who's to say he doesn't win four four more championships? Then we start looking at that, you know. Maybe we'll start throwing out the, the how many losses he has on the back burner. But today, when Cats throw him in the argument of Michael Jordan, I think it's blasphemy. I think I think it's blasphemy for for Cats to compare him to Kobe Bryant. It's like you're still building your resume. I, I'm, yeah. I'm more
0: comfortable with that conversation. At I'm, this I'm point.
2: still I'm just still not comfortable with that conversation. Kobe's five and two. Like to me, the object of the game, no matter what your stats say, is to win championship. That is the that is why you go out eighty two games to get the number one seed. Or Getting to the playoffs to win a championship, not to score 40 in 80 straight games, not to grab, tri- like, all that is cute. That's dope. It's great that you're able to accomplish that. But the main goal, what you're paid to do, is to win championships. You know what I'm saying? But
0: I don't, but see, that's the thing. I think you have to set the criteria because a lot of people sometimes don't accept that as the overall criteria. And that's crazy
2: to me, though. That's crazy to Because me. it's the era because we, we, live live in. we live in a mediocre well, society. Because, well, no, because <laughs> what happens
0: is, and then they say, well, the MJ's not the goal, it's Bill Russell.
1: No.
2: Or it's not because if Russell, lost. Bill Russell,
0: Bill
1: Russell lost in the finals, did he lose or not? He, I don't know. He he, 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 he lost. Did he not? It was like a straight finals, Yeah, but he? But yeah, but
0: he got 10 rings or something like that. And he like, also, like, yeah, Jordan's percentage is a thousand.
1: Jordan has a thousand percentage rating. He did not lose. He did not go to game seven. and He was the finals. I don't know what you got to prove. the MVP of the finals. You know what it is? It's the era of not. People are being mediocre, winning is not. It's looking like you're winning. That's this is not just sports. It's music. It's everything. It's looking like you're winning, and these kids want to look like they're winning. But well, no the, one has to really it, win it, What also makes sense to
0: me. What also makes sense to me too, from their perspective, is if you grew up in, Like, if you were, what, let's say, born in '95, maybe, right? Let's say you were born around, you hit ten. Well, because he went, and got into the league in two thousand three, so even a little bit later, let's say '97, '98 into the two thousands, you've really only seen. LeBron James in the NBA Finals, like, it is a normal thing for you to expect to see LeBron James in the NBA Finals. Mm -hmm. Now, until Mike hit that stride, and then, of course, he took another break, but until he hit that stride, like, we didn't have that same perception. Now, we perceived Jordan differently, but to see the same guy eight straight times in the Finals, like, they they take it for granted, but it also puts him on a higher pedestal, but the, again, they also don't take the losing into consideration the way we take the losing into consideration. Yeah, I can yeah. dig that. Because he's gotten the brakes beat off of him in the finals. Not like, oh, we got to a game seven and we just lost a close one. The Spurs whooped him twice. He doesn't have any
2: standing. moments well, I'll tell I'll you, he doesn't have any standing moments. The block on Iguodala was that like, was a, that was an iconic But icon. see, I, I don't, I don't. It's, it's like one. competition matters to me. That's one. And if you out on the court, you're playing. You know, you're healthy. Iguodala was hurt. It's like he he, he didn't go up for. He went. He took a half-ass layup and you blocked it. Then Kyrie finished the job. It's like <laughs> right. let me see you make that shot and then I I can start. alright, you know, yeah. like Ray Allen hit the shot when the, yeah. when the sp- it's like ah. Yeah.
0: Mike, you can look at the 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 Lakers series, the the switch hands in the air icon. The next year with the Portland, I hit seven threes and a half with (laughs) with the arm shrug. That's an iconic shot. That's an iconic moment. You know what I'm saying? The game with six in the '97 finals was his last shot with the wrist. That's still iconic. Came back from the flu. You know what I'm saying? He retired. Those are just the (laughs) finals moments. Those aren't even you know speaking to the '69 he put on Bird. You know what I'm saying? Like. (laughs) Which is still the highest points it's ever scored in a playoff game. Yeah.
1: See, the argument would be, this is the argument people would say, well, Jordan played um, Hall of Famers and all kinds of stuff. Jordan had Hall of Famers, Scottie Pippen was this. No. What people don't understand this. Jordan built Scottie Pippen up. Scottie Pippen, his first three years, was averaging close to 15, 14 points a game. He was, wasn't was a hard play. He was soft. He was getting pushed around a lot. Jordan made him an All-Star. Jordan made B.J. Armstrong an All-Star. Jordan made Horace Grant an All-Star. He had Bill Cartwright as the center. Later on, they got Winnington. Rodman. Bill Winnington. People forget about all of this Luke stuff. Luke Longley. You had to Luke be there to watch <laughs> You know what I'm saying? <laughs>
2: <laughs> they only want to talk about Rodman, Kukoc, and Pippen, though. Like, that's the only thing. Yeah, and that was yeah. later on. Yeah. That was later on.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but I've had hey, people argue Kukoc- against, with me that say that, LeBron has faced more Hall of Famers than Jordan, and did. that's that's
2: blasphemy as well. That's and I was what, like, yeah. I think competition is why. Like you can name, as you mentioned, the Magics, the Birds, they having to go through Isaiah Thomas in the later stages. You had Patrick Ewing, you had Akeem Olajuwon, you had Shaq in a, at, at a young point. Yeah, it's like yeah. And that's I, the Eastern Conference. I'll give <laughs> I'll, I'll give LeBron some love right now for these last few years. You're going up against the Warriors. They aren't you know no step on the rug. They're not a sweet team, but it's like. Who is LeBron's rival? It can't be Kobe because Kobe was in the twilight of his career at that time. Right. Would, it, it wasn't a Paul Celtics. Pierce. with oh, yeah, the later part of their career. Yeah, the
1: they're, and, they're, like, they're, they're in the later
2: and... part of their career. Like, it, sorry, sorry, LA, is Demar Derozan his rival? Like, we just saw Are him. You talking for, about in the East? Because I, I think now, just it, period.
0: I think now, for a moment, is gonna. It, well, it's, if they wouldn't have joined up, I think it was gonna be Steph and or Durant. I think it's gonna be Steph and/or Durant because I think before I think they had Kevin to join was there. To beat LeBron. It used to be like they, people started really wanting to have that conversation between Curry and LeBron. You know what I mean? I think that was his sort of antithesis. And then you know, KD obviously went out there. I never there, thought that was a fair comparison. I
1: mean, I think LeBron is light years away from Steph Curry far as, as a player being. Well, they're two, di-
0: two totally different things. I mean, two Steph totally Steph, Steph is an anomaly in him of, in him of himself. You know what I mean? But. Um, I would rather have them have the conversation of KD and LeBron. I agree. Yeah, yeah. I agree. That makes more sense. I still though. have
1: LeBron way over KD. I think KD, if he had like another 25 pounds, he'd be just as good as LeBron. But KD, sometimes to me, KD, maybe, he was the he he killed LeBron last year, though. I wouldn't say killed. He, oh, he killed LeBron. He killed. Him. <laughs> I wouldn't say killed. He was the he did, finals he, MVP. No, yeah, I mean, look, for a he, R- KD did he, his he thing, but well, I don't wrong. think he's a better player play than no, LeBron. Dog, when he came
0: down. On that transition three. and bust that three right That was in almost LeBron's like a changing of a, the guard. Burn. I was like, <laughs> nigga, it's mine, bro. I'm here for that.
1: Give me but that. But I, I just don't see KD carrying a team like how LeBron did with his playoffs. Like, LeBron, I give him props. LeBron, is, this
2: playoff series, he can that. KD can do that. that in the East. He can do that in the You're East. You're
1: right. The, uh, the competition, okay. Yeah, yeah, he, he the that. deep
2: on the Pacers. They beat the Raptors, who we really shouldn't even mention the way they play. The Raptors. And then they (laughs) beat the Celtics in seven games. Without their two top players. Without their two top players and a a rookie who we're saying is a superstar. You know what I'm saying? He's about to
0: get destroyed in the finals. It's going to be ugly this year. Because I think they don't have a good team as they did even last year when they took the L. They got a worse team this year. They're going to get... It's gonna be ugly. They might get swept. It could easily get swept.
2: That'll be bad for the NBA. That be They could get swept. That's why I, I LeBron think, I think people it's are go
0: five and six. I would love to see a it sweep. It's five, no more than five.
2: But it's like ah, uh, they six might give LeBron stress. one of them. He's running to the basket every foul, foul, foul. <laughs> oh, right? Yeah. Get, they're get, gonna get give him KD one game. The game I think they're gonna give him one like game. That. One game, yeah. And
0: that's just a concession because really it should be a <laughs> sweep, really. A sweep. You have to kind of out of respect give LeBron one game. Yeah, I respect that. I
1: totally respect that. That's it. That's it. After that, it's a wrap. Rap. So, Corolla, what
3: up? Yes. Hey, I know she's
1: been
2: listening. This been I, I learned so many things today. <laughs> <laughs> Let's bring in the table. What's up?
3: So you know, I, I was gonna ask you, how old are you?
2: My industry age? Nah. <laughs> I'm 33. I'll be 34 in You September. know why I
3: ask that question? Because I know there's a lot of young black boys out there and they have that goal, their dream, that hope that should I make it? Should I try? Should I hustle? Should I wake up in the morning? Should I buy the tickets for the game? Should I invest in my career and what I want to do on my passion? And I think that's very important to say because you are one that did it and it's doing it and it's going to keep going and God bless you and you're going to explode. But it's also important to say say that you're young and, you know, people don't see your face and they don't know who you are. (laughs) I said, no, he got to bring that age out and, you know, give that hope and give that the empowerment for the people out there listening to it, especially because, you know, you're black and the way it's going out in the country, and also not only the country, but the whole world. I don't know if you know, but I'm from Brazil, and we have a lot of, you know, races in Brazil. And you're just out there, man. I see you repeating many times, oh, there's a lot of, you know, a white guy there, and, you know, women, and you're black. So I want to hear that. I want to hear, did it bring anything down? Did it feel hopeless sometimes? Or oh, should I do it? Should I not do it?
2: Uh it didn't really feel hopeless and what's funny is like a lot of people assume that I'm younger than I than I actually am. Like I say I'm 33 but folks always think I'm 24, 25. <laughs> but sometimes I just let them run with it. Like, yeah, okay, you yeah. know. Yeah, okay. Stage um, numbers. Oh, uh, yeah. It 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 was never hopeless. However, it it was challenging at times because I needed I I just knew that I need to be Assured in myself that I was here for a reason. I'm a stern and firm believer in God. I pray all the time so it was like I would have to tell myself sometimes, like, you know, God wouldn't put you in this situation if you weren't built for it, you know. So go out there. I remember my first year, I was very hesitant to ask questions. You know, we'd be in the media room and I would see a lot of the, the white media members asking questions and the players would be looking at them kind of dumbfounded to the questions they asked. And I'm like, damn, I know I could have asked that question better. Or damn, I was thinking that, you know, and I and I didn't ask. So I went into the following season, I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna be me. I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask my questions, I'm gonna talk to them about hip hop. I talk about sports, and and players identified with that. You know, that kind of built my rapport, and that's how I've been building my lane. It's like players recognize me now, and they're like, we know you. You know, like, you always ask us good questions. or You ask something that's relevant. Um, So it was – I never really had – I didn't, it wasn't like a hard time. The hardest time is just always kind of felt like being solo, being the only young black in the room or being in Atlanta. You know, it's like, oh, I just had this great interview and I really don't have any family here to talk about it with. You know, I, I have my lady, of course, and I don't want to exclude her as not being family. But, you know, you want to talk to your cousin sometime right, or go right. out to drink, you know. And, hey, I just I just interviewed Kobe. You know, Steph just gave me this interview. And it's like I was building great homies. like my, my homie Anton is out there. You know, we would all celebrate together. It's like, you know, I was able to build a family. But it was like I didn't have the, the the family that I had behind me. That was some of the hardest things. I always felt like I needed to invest in myself. I felt like that was the only way that things were going to pop off. You know, I remember, like I said, uh, me and my lady we getting into several arguments. Some of my homies, too. And I'm like, I'm going to buy this ticket, you know, to sit courtside. And we'll just, we'll pay this bill a little bit later than it's due. You know, like, I got a lot of heckle and flack from that. But now it's like, I told you. you like, she know, sees like, the vision now, obviously. It's like Yeah, it's like, I told you. Even, even friends, you know, even some of my friends, it's like, like they did. they couldn't really see the vision, you know. Like, they were kind of like, ah, like you said, when you were asking me, like, did the Hawks game, so they're like, you're buying tickets to see the Hawks. What do you, what do you mean? That might have been you know, a struggle like, at a certain points because like, like, they no, you the know, greatest. Like, my goal was bigger than, you know, okay, I'm sitting here watching Joe Johnson and Josh Smith run up and down the court and they're going to lose the game, you know, like— I know that if I do this, I just feel it in my soul that something bigger will come about, and it did. So it was like I, I tried just to make sure that I didn't lose focus, so that things wouldn't be too hard. And as you mentioned, like I, even thirty three, I'm not old. A lot of the yeah, a no, lot no. of the fellow media folks that I see in there, they are old. You You're know, like, like
0: 40, 50, 60. It's like fifty,
2: sixty. And it looks you know, like, like they're yeah.
3: not, they're not enjoying their job. They've been doing they're, it for so have long, you know, five, like, seven questions, and the same questions, irrelevant, like you said, and they don't have their unique self to, you know.
2: You just bring
3: the you. You just brought the difference, and you just brought you into. The court, I would say. Well,
2: it, I will say this. It is BS sometimes, and I tease my homies. It's like, I can't watch the game. Sometimes I can't really watch a game to enjoy it anymore. It's like, I am looking at it from the eye of a reporter, you know. How many calls is the referee calling? Like, we can watch a live game, and I can tell my homies, like, oh no, Steph is shooting 5 at 13 right now. They ain't flashed the stat, you know, like, uh, or little things. Like, yeah. oh, LeBron had the white sneakers on in the first half. Now he got on black. They must have been uncomfortable. It's like, I look at it with a different eye. Yeah. So it's like, sometimes it's not as fun as just sitting back as a the spectator and just watching steady. the game, yeah, yeah that's how, that,
0: I am. Yeah, that's funny because that's how I am with music now. Sometimes but that's how I am with film. Yeah, so it's hard for, yeah, it's hard <laughs> for me. Yeah, sure sometimes. No, no you know, enjoy the music and just be a fan of the music because I'm listening to like, oh, that that snare they used on there was that's <laughs> whack. Or you know what I'm saying? Like, why they try to? Why did they use that? Or they should have flipped this or did this? Or man, the vocals sound terrible. Why did they put this out? <laughs> you know what I mean? So I, I can't even enjoy what the vibe <laughs> of the song yeah. is sometimes because you start dissecting I you know dig it. Know what I think mean? and Terrell is
1: a Virgo too, so you're very Detail oriented, very detailed. De- right? very yeah. detailed. Yeah. It's in our nature.
2: It's in our nature.
1: Yeah, yeah. We can analyze something and pick things apart and look at it and hear it from a whole different perspective than most people would be. Cool.
0: So. Well, speak well. Now we're kind of lightly talking about music. It might be a good time to talk about this whole Drake Pusha T thing that's going on right now.
2: It's wonderful right now.
0: It's, it's, it's a good time. And just what, about an hour before this interview, uh, we just got one chance to to listen to uh, Pusha T's response. Um, you know y'all can give y'all f- feedback if y'all were paying attention to the record or if y'all listened to it. I I heard it. Yeah, see, I'm um, cheating. I
2: listened to it about four times already. Okay, so you are yeah.
0: already ready, prepared then? Yeah, yeah, yeah Okay, yeah, so I you was, were all prepared. We are, we and Ron just only heard we, it once. We just heard
1: it, and if we edit this right, we could probably put it in here. <laughs> 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 but nah, the, the record is the record is. I don't know what's y'all opinion on the records. These back and forth records.
0: Well, when I did I did think from a marketing perspective that on Drake's behalf it was genius to respond um and very vicious actually to respond to somebody on the day they dropped the album that
2: was too cold
0: because if you're i mean for, for people out there like an artist when they the day that they drop the proj- they drop a project you're ready to you know let your hair down kick your feet up <laughs> celebrate and then you just got punched in the mouth on the day you drop your project so I, what was going through my head was like yo I was like I don't even like he's got to have sort of ruined the experience for Pusha if nothing else cuz it's like do I have to think about going back into the studio when I don't even, you know, I just finished the album. Why do I got to go back to the studio now? But now, because of that record, you know, because of uh, Duppy, he had to have that on his mind. And the funny thing is what I told one of my friends is that what he did is exactly what I would have done. I was like, you know what? I know I'm going to have to go back to work, but I'm not going to do it this weekend because my album dropped. It's Memorial Day weekend. I'm doing all type of press runs. I want to enjoy myself. But then when come Tuesday, I'm going to be ready to, to rock. And then just like on cue, he drops the record. Um, one thing I said is he had to come with new information he did come with some new information. It was enough to kind of shoot back. I don't know if you compare the two I feel like in their entirety I think Drake's uh song was a little bit more it was a little, it was a little bit more hard hitting from start to finish but yeah. but in fairness to push a t he said, hey, I'm gonna take this slow as if to tell us you know to basically let us know that the, this whole surgical summer thing that he's just <laughs> gonna be you know what I'm saying he's gonna just like an i v drip just keep dropping more poison and venom into the water I, also,
1: I think Pusha T is a magnificently dope rapper I think but I think what Drake said hit a nerve because he said most things people were thinking about before like Pusha T how many times are you going to sell drugs <laughs> you know what I, mean? I mean this is things that people generally say and I like Pusha T as a rapper too and then the whole Kanye West thing he was throwing shots yeah. at Kanye and all of that stuff Drake, man, Drake reminds me of LeBron.
2: <laughs> He's like the LeBron of
1: his.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you hear that, dog? What do you this- say? Drake reminds me of. We just had this talk in the studio on the way over. There. Yeah, they- the yeah. Exactly LeBron. LeBron. I said the exact same Drake thing. Drake reminds me of LeBron. Super popular. Yeah, A yeah. lot, lot, lot of stands. A lot of stands.
1: A lot of stands. There's no wrong he can do it. But at the same time, he though, wins though. Drake
0: has been at the top of his game for like 10 years yo we have whoa. not really seen a Drake run like this I give him a little bit a we, we little seen more it. credit than LeBron yeah yeah, yeah No, I, that's the, that was my oh, point yeah. too a little yeah. more credit
2: cause if the object of the game I, I, you, I, yeah, I, I said it. I said the object of the game in basketball is to win championships the object of the game in music of course is to sell records and it's like we give Drake and LeBron the same passes however Drake is banging out them hits and selling records yeah. you know what I'm saying like yeah. I mean
0: cause Jay was a slow burn
1: in the beginning yeah
2: First two albums first wasn't, two I, album. com- wasn't I commercially
0: like, oh, he's on the top of his game. It wasn't until volume th- what, two.
1: Volume two. Hard, Life. Hard Life. Yeah. That but was the first thing that kind of Drake shot him into a, another. Drake treasure. had a boost, though. He had a great boost in the beginning. He had Degrassi. Track. He had Degrassi. But nobody had, was, I mean, no, no, come no, no. on. He had Degrassi. That's how, I'm and he was, that's on, young movie. Movie. He yeah, was yeah. on Young yeah, Money. He was on Young Money at the time. And he's half Jewish. He's still on Young Money.
0: But I don't count the Degrassi fame as giving him any. If anything, that hurts him. Would have hurt him in the no, rap. No, but game. he had
1: the Young Money co-sign. That was a big. That was big. Like he, he Wayne, time, Wayne was hard. Wayne was like the hot one of the hottest, hottest artists. Yeah, but of the I time. think
0: his music did separated him too. Though. No, no, he
1: had good music. He had definitely good music. Yeah, I
0: mean Drake, Drake has never dropped. A, oh, this a is a whack. Nah, album. nah, I
1: haven't, I haven't heard, heard never, Drake. Yeah, Even never. Even when I was hating on Drake, I Singing can't deny it. I was like, man, all the girls like his records. <laughs> I like Drake. <laughs> then he can have the hard stuff for the dude So he has that in the middle. That's it's why That's why he's not gonna lose his race to push a T because he has the girls on the side. Like Drake. Make a but this
2: do got nothing to do with the girls. And that's why Pusher came at him how he did. Like you deadbeat dad. Like that's gonna affect the girls. Like yeah, you yeah. this, You're not, They're not gonna song.
1: listen to that. They're gonna listen to a hot beat no, they're gonna be a club no, like no,
2: no, no, that. I, no, I don't no. know. Like, like no. you said, Drake's song was harder, but the way Pusher just came out this came at this man with the black face, that's a real that's, image. That's that. Yeah. Pusher's already yeah. let that be known. That's a real image. Here's that's, the photographer that took that image. Drake, you got some. Why would Drake do something like that? Yeah, why did he do that? That was crazy. Drake says something about Pusha's. Fiance Yeah, Virginia Williams I that, mean, was, that was That's what pushed push, push her on no, no, the No, no, but most. why would she put the blackface like, on Who knows? It. I, I mean, was retarded, <laughs> that was young <laughs> But who yeah. knows? Dumb. As, you, as you just mentioned He's Jewish <laughs> and, You know, so I mean He made, like, that perspective I don't know I what don't the know. hell he was thinking You know what I'm saying? That was very dumb But that may come back to bite him The whole, like, is he this woman? Sophie She's deleted her Instagram already Her Instagram has been deleted Because people have been coming at her The wow. song ain't been out an hour and a half now she's a porn star slash IG model from France. That's uh. thick as shit. Looks nice, but supposedly her and Drake Billy Jean have some type of relationship where There's a kid involved. There's a kid involved. You wow. know what I'm saying? That's the the story of Aiden is the kid, is the son is Aiden. That's the you know what I'm saying. You just named your track The Story of Aiden Oh wow yeah, so Pusha went hard On this record wow, You yeah. gotta listen to it out. a lot But I that's why I said
0: I got the feeling That he was He gave some new information Which I said was
2: critical But it seemed like It just—it seemed short For some reason Because he, he didn't need To say much He came at Drake's He's like, you want to talk about my wife? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm Someone a, I'm bring, married to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your mom, your dad left your mom. You know, and they yeah. come back into your life till you start making records. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I'm like, to he, said, he, told, he, said, he told Dennis to stay off of high school. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, so it's like, what, what's, the, what's the father's name? Dennis? Dennis. Dennis, yeah, Dennis Graham. Graham. Dennis oh, yeah. Graham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah Fake yeah. Steve Harvey wearing Steve Harvey's <laughs> suit. You know what <laughs> I'm saying?
0: Like, He's Larry Graham's brother, if you know who Larry Graham is. Yeah, yeah. Larry Graham is a, was a legendary, legend. Yeah, legend. legendary artist. But that's why Drake also has, you know what I'm saying?
2: Yeah. <sighs> Uh, it's interesting this is gonna be great I think it's great for hip hop oh it's great for hip hop great for hip hop it's great for hip hop as yeah. you mentioned I love Pusher he's a great artist I love Drake I think Drake is a phenomenal artist whether he has a writing team or not whoever's writing and he's delivering it shit is hard you know what I'm saying yeah, it's, definitely just, is. it's hard
0: but, but it's the funny thing was I did see a funny ass meme where they showed a picture of, of Meek with his hand over his face and it said that he's getting PTSD <laughs> from listening to Duffy
2: see I, I thought that's why I think that's why Pusher has not an advantage but it's like being from Philly watching Meek come up when Drake and Meek had their beef I was just I just knew I'm like oh, Meek about to get him out of here I was on Meek eye too this is what we do he's a battle rapper Rapper. you know what I'm saying but it's funny like Mika said in some of his interviews right now he was like I had to step back like I couldn't come at him as you know in, in the world that I know this is a whole different world and I couldn't come at him fuck this fuck that I'm a damn saying like the way that he went at the Reed Dollars and the Joey Jahads it was like he realized he couldn't come battles. at Drake like yeah, yeah classic battles <laughs> classic and whatnot. Ones, yeah. it was like he realized he couldn't come at Drake like that so he kind of like was already in a loser's position Pusher has the advantage of seeing how Drake is going like it's like almost knowing how how an assassin's going to shoot you you know we seen what he did to me the the memes and the, like you yeah, saw that you yeah. saw that he's going to be extremely timely you know like
0: some say that that, that uh what's the name of the song that he put on his album uh I'm tripping right now infrared was, was, it, was it, it, it was a ba- bait
2: it was it, bait. it, like it I, was I, bait like I I'm, I'm expect you
0: to do what you about But to he's do. been
2: coming at Drake for years he's been coming at Drake, Wayne and Baby for years yeah, for years he's he been coming Exodus. at them. Yeah, he's been coming at them for years. So it's like it's kind of about time somebody says something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, he he's it was been never, it was it was beef never cleared. Never cleared. Yeah. Wayne tweeted I think in 2005. Fuck Pusha push T. T. Yeah, I mean, yeah. excuse me, not 2005, 2015. Yeah, fuck Pusha T. And whoever fucks with him, you know what I'm saying? Man, if I was Drake,
1: I'd come back at him like this. Like Pusha T. Listen, you got two of the top prominent producers. Why you don't have a hit yet? Quiet I would not say that like I mean he, he has a hit though No Grand, he doesn't Grinding was a hit Grinding was a hit That was a clip song But Pusha T as a solo artist Does not have a hit record I respect that But he has a that.
2: hit Like yeah. you know what I'm saying he, I, If I was Drake I would, come but, I would not, come but he's not a hit type artist yeah, either, No though. he he, he has his audience Like that yeah, he's, did he's I, I would, at a particular if audience If I was Drake
1: I'd be like Yo, I'm not even worth your time But if I was Pusha I'd have came back at Drake like this I would have been tucked up in the grass and him getting punched in the face by Pop. But see, why why <laughs> he's worth his time? Because Pusher yeah. does yeah. a lot behind the scenes. Pusher Pup- wrote the Jacobs McDonald's.
2: That's I'm saying. Pusher, Pusher, Pusher was is a force in the culture. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. It was like, he was. He's the president of good re- music for a reason. For a reason. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. For a reason. He's had his. Adi- like, yeah, the OVO Jordans have been more popular, yeah. but Pusher had his sneaks with the, the cocaine Adidas that yeah. came yeah. out. Like, Pusher is an innovator. man. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I can push you that.
0: I can push you that. But yeah, Drake Drake had some some lines though. He had he, he came with the clip. He did he did. Cause I'll be honest, like I've it's been a long time since I've heard some music that really brought an emotion out of me. And I'm surprised that it was that song Duppy, because when he got to the very end and he said the line about sending the invoice I was like I that felt was, like
2: That was clever But then he was clever enough to like send the no, invoice, I saw, nice I invoice. Like,
0: yeah, No but I had to go back and see that and how it played out in real time because Pusha <laughs> told him to send, send the, the invoice Send the invoice Yeah So that comes
1: to the question Has anyone one of y'all guys sent the invoice like that like someone you'd be like damn I'm about to I'm charging them for my time now just because they fucked up something I'm gonna, I'm gonna send the well, invoice Well he sent
2: them like the invoice saying that I'm helping your album sell. Yeah. I'm helping to make you yeah. relevant A with, day later, yeah.
1: I to invoice out the people. Career, like, it's a, ca- it's a
2: people career are... revival. Yeah, that's that. It said marketing,
0: promotion, and career revival. A hundred thousand. The
2: intelligence that goes behind that is like it does add to the lyrics and whatnot. Yeah, like that, yeah, it, yeah, it, it, yeah, that, yeah, that. yeah, 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 yeah. Marketing. But I
0: was like, oh man, no, he didn't, because he's like, he, he's like, and he was just like, to be honest, he said that under his breath at the end of the day. He was like, to be honest, I just sold you twenty more k, <laughs> just for me saying, just for me doing this. <laughs> I was like, oh man, it felt. Like, I told my friend, it felt like that moment when I'm, on Boys in the Hood. When Trey saw saw Ricky ran down the street and knew it was over for him. It's like Ricky, it was like push up. <laughs> he dropped that line. I was like, oh my god, this is this is you know. I was like push up. What are you gonna do? We know do, we know you got to come back. But what are you gonna do? Because you're gonna cut. The, you got to dig deep. So we got to, we got to see how
2: this all plays out. I respect that. I, I want to see what the, the general
0: do. population's response to this new record from. So far, Precious. it's been
2: bananas. People were saying like, "Oh, push your guy." Like I said, Shorty had to delete her Instagram. A lot of people weren't privy to the information of this mystery kid. Yeah. You know, like in the fact that it was like, damn, he came at your mom. You know, your mom yeah. came in last place because your he dad said left. Sandy. Just yeah. Never knew like. what love was like, I was like, oh, bro. Yeah. So I got I got to play it back
0: because
1: I've only heard it once. Yeah, but. I got I got to hear it again. I heard it like once.
2: That's how I the first time I heard it, I'm like, ah, that's okay. Yeah, And I yeah. Listen, you know, once you die state, you're going to be like, oh, yeah. shit. Which all Duffy's right, right. kind of the same
0: way. Like, it was it was a couple of days before I was really getting me all too. on. Because I was like, who the hell is Virginia Williams? I thought it was that damn whiskey really ge- shit he was talking about. <laughs> really Drake Googled it? Googled <laughs> the name. Yeah, I didn't Google the name. I was like, oh, this is his fiance. <laughs> <laughs> he said, I'm going to let it ring on you, like Virginia Williams. It's like, so it just, it kept, I kept peeling back all the layers of all the bars. Cause I was like, damn! Like every bar, he didn't leave nothing. Nothing. No yeah, fluff. I respect
2: that. I respect that. It was that. no
0: fluff bars. It was like <laughs> I just, I'm all getting to it. <laughs> I didn't even know he wrote the 30 hours in the father stretch. I knew, I, I, I knew that.
2: I knew that. I always read that. the credits, so I seen his name. In yeah, yeah no, I, that Kanye doesn't write on. for himself. Yeah, like, yeah, we knew that. We knew yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, we knew yeah. that. He's a creative. He's not yeah. a writer. You but know, it was like? creative how he put
0: it into the bars, though. You know what I'm saying? It was like, dude, come on! And then the the shot he took with the whole age that was that was kind of. That was kind of a. That was real. That was real. That, was that was real. That's real. Like, ah. like, you can't dispute this. Yeah. You going to change like your Wikipedia it. age. You know, your Wikipedia age, you're gonna change it or something? Like, nah. How old is it,
1: Pusha T? was? He, he's, he's 40. Like 40 yeah. He's Pusha 40. T's 40? Yeah.
0: 40, 41, something like that. 40, 41. Yeah. And Kanye's like 39, I think, something like that. Yeah. So it's not like a big difference, but, you know, it was clever how he used it in the bars. Well, tell us what's, what's up next for uh, hip hop. Since 1987, like, what what should we expect? Um, We're
2: still continuing to, you know, do things in the whole hip-hop realm, seeing, kind of figuring out. I know me, myself, personally, I'm doing a whole lot more with my These Urban Urban Times production brand. We're going to be doing a lot of, like, documentaries, doing a lot more one-on-one, day in the lights with different artists and athletes and stuff. Gotcha. Um looking to also produce shows, like produce shows for myself, but then produce shows for others. Like when I came into the game, my whole goal was to be like the, the new age, Keenan Ivy Wayne and whatnot. They're kind of like how Keenan Ivy Wayne, when you think of him, you think of his brothers, Marlon and Sean, you think of Jim Carrey, you think of uh, uh, JLo, Jennifer Lopez, and just how many talented acts and artists he had in his crew, who all went on to do their own solo things. Right. Like I, I want the same for myself and, like, the cast that I get down with, my homie Izzy, like, we run together, but he does a whole lot on his own. And one of the guys that I'm real cool with, like, he's like my brother Danny. He's my other shooter, his, Danny Digital. He does a whole lot, him and his crew. It's like, I want all my folks to do their own things, you know, so we can all eat and shine together. Iron sharpens iron. So right. get more in the documentary realm. Get more, continue to grow in the sports realm. Get in contact and get closer with a lot of more, lot uh, uh, uh more NBA franchises like right now it's the Hawks, the Sixers, the uh, the Hornets, and then the two teams out here, the Clippers and the Lakers. But I want to be able to do every, you know, or send someone to do every team. Um, I used to be the cat that the Falcons actually came for me and wanted me to do some work with them. And I'm like, oh no, Sundays is family day, and then I watch football. But now with all the BS that's going on with football, it's like ah, you know, kinda like, over that. Yeah, one. yeah, it's like I have, I kind of have no choice, you know, like what am I? Yeah. the options that they're giving players is like you're not giving the african-american fan or the urban fan or the, the the minority you know too many options about watching your product you know you're not yeah. you're not giving me too many options I you,
0: agree and it's one of those things it's like yeah I could do without it you know what I'm saying yeah I, <laughs> I'm, I'm wondering if, how how this is gonna work out with the um with the uh with the, with this, not, a, not a strike, but with the, the walkout. The players union yeah, and the, stuff? Yeah. Because did you heard, did you hear about that? The 25% yeah, of the superstars, yeah yeah yeah, 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 I, I want to see who those
2: stars out. are. Uh, I believe it was the, the cat, Sean King. Shout out to him. I believe he put out a report yeah. saying that he spoke to uh, a lot of the African-American superstars in the NFL, about 25% of them, and they were saying, like you say they're going to walk out, they're not going to play and whatnot, and just the effect that that holds. I'm interested to see how that all
0: Yeah, I want to see how that plays out. Excuse me, how that
2: pans out as well. Yeah. Cuz I, I you know,
0: when the more you look at the dynamic of the NFL and their owners versus, you know, with their uh with the players it's different than the NBA. It's more I feel like the NBA's a little bit more of a partnership. But I, I mean, i not to get too you know uh overly racial with it but i mean
2: the nba has always been run by jewish people but then the uh, you know like uh the nba also set out you know like the nfl was kind of renegade for some time there weren't any standards as far as the anthem is concerned you since 1993 since abdul raheem uh, uh My since mood, the, yeah. yeah chris you jackson Formerly chris, yeah, chris jackson played with the nuggets uh i i i actually spoke with that brother i did an interview with him last year, right? No, two years ago, excuse me, when Colin Kaepernick was first taking his stance just about how he felt about it, the state of the NBA. You know, it's been some time that the NBA has set those boundaries where you have to stand. for the, for the You can lock arms, you know, you can hold hands, you can do whatever you feel like you need to do to unify, but you have to stand for the national anthem. The NFL didn't have those policies and as you were about to mention, I feel the NBA, it is ran by Jewish folks, but I mean, it is ran by the African-American players in the league. You know, right. in The NFL, you have your Tom Brady's, you have your Aaron Rodgers, your J.J. Watts, yeah. you have superstars from other descents and other races. But when you look at the superstars in the NBA, we argued a moment ago, but besides Larry Bird, you had Wilt, then you had Magic, yeah. then you had Michael, then you had Kobe and Shaq, or Kobe however. Yeah. Now you got LeBron, Curry, you know, like yeah it's different and I think the executives I mean, you, had, and the you only
0: had really like Jerry West and, and, and Pistol Pete and, Pist- Pistol, Pete. and P- Pistol Pete Pistol Pete hell B- yeah
1: Pistol Pete was the man but yeah. even the commissioners even David Stern and Adam Silver they've been more liberal than the NFL owner, owners and the commissioners have been I've, I, yeah, I
0: think right. Adam I, Silver I, I, when I look at really the NFL fair. and its structure <laughs> to me it does feel like a plantation type of a environment that have that you ever
2: read the, uh, the book 40 million dollar slaves great, great book who wrote man. that book Oh, forgive I remember me. The, forgive I remember the name me. And I'm so sorry, that. Arthur, that I can't think of, I, I can't think of the gentleman's name that wrote the book. I read the book in high school, though. My aunt that I was saying was having a political realm when I was playing high school football. I wanted to go to the NFL, bad as anything. Mm-hmm. And she's like, you need to read this book. You know, that was a Christmas present. There. I'm like, why the hell she get me a book for Christmas? You know what I'm uh-huh. saying? Like, but it was a phenomenal read. And... I remember I share that with folks sometimes, and they get upset with me. Like, how dare you compare, you know, these millionaires to slaves? And it's like, whoa, you know, I'm just telling you to read this book that I read. I'm, you know, right. but it is as you mentioned. It, so much of the NFL is unfortunately structured like a plantation. The arenas or the stadiums, uh, the stadiums and these fields would be the plantations. The NFL players would be the slaves, and the owners would be the slave masters. Yeah. you know? and it's
0: kind of like that that the, that scene on Django where where the, where this fighting going on
2: oh yeah I remember it's
0: exact it's <laughs> pretty much the exact same thing to a degree you know what i mean and now it's just now like the nfl is really in some serious trouble with all the 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 post career um, uh, implications that players are, CTE? are running yeah, with the cte and you know just all, all the suicides that has resulted from it i mean we lost junior Seau. Mm-hmm. you know what i mean and and cats are just not in good shape post career and careers are going to get shorter and shorter, and then it's like, okay, at some point they're just going to change the sport or ban it all together, you know? And, and back in the day, we just didn't have enough of the technology or information to really track and see what was going on with some of these players. I'm sure people could see that former NFL stars weren't the same people, you know, once they were out of their career. Yeah. You know, I remember meeting Barry Sanders in person and shaking his hand, and dude, it was like, uh, like his hand looked like it just had been smashed by, like, ten hammers. Wow. You know what I mean? Like, it's hand, it didn't really look recognizable almost as a hand because it was just all these <laughs> really warps and welts over. Like, it's almost like it kind of interesting. Like, you know, we see a slave—a picture of a slave's back after they got lashed and it had mm-hmm. all those. That's how his hands kind of look to a degree. And I was like, damn, now I, I would have I got out the game early too if, like, I could see my body physically being mutated basically by the
1: sport. Yeah, and, and, <laughs> and, and the pay scale is different in the NFL too. They're, yeah, the they don't air, get
0: paid yeah. enough.
2: Not for all that abuse you take. Not for all that. Physically. Yeah, you got
0: They say, well, it's less games. Yeah, but look look what you, like, you know the equivalent of getting hit by an NFL linebacker like across the middle, they said it's like getting in a car accident at 35 yeah. yep. miles an hour.
2: Yeah. Wow. You're getting smashed. <laughs> Smacked.
0: So you yeah. walk away, and I used to play football too, and I, I know for a fact I had a concussion one time. I dig it. I did as well in high and school. You, and, it's, <laughs> you, and you know what it is, because you never felt <laughs> that way. You just feel like you're just hazy, like, what's wrong with me? Like, I feel like I'm. Thinking slow. Mm. You know what I mean? What's going on? Because I got hit on uh, kick return. Where I was oh, that's, out, you that's know, dangerous. Where you did, yes. I didn't mm. even see the guy coming. He was just coming to block me. And it was just like, you're up one moment, and the next thing you know, it's like you got hit by a truck, really. Especially when you don't see it on coming. So, you know, it, it, it's, it's going to be interesting to see in five years where, where the NFL is. I agree. And I still don't know why they moved two teams to L.A. Because nobody in L.A. cares about the Chargers. And the Rams, they got some Rams fans, but they would have really much rather seen the Raiders come home. That's
2: what I'm interested to see. They I said send the
0: Chargers they're... to Vegas, man. Not the yeah, Raiders. I, yeah, right. Yeah,
2: you know, Chargers,
0: Bolt Lightning. It's a lot of lights and Vegas. That makes more sense, but not the Raiders. <laughs> I, like LA, I totally forgot the wanted... Chargers
1: were here. People would rather watch the Trojans <laughs> than watch the Chargers. Yeah, yeah. real talk.
0: Real yeah. talk. It's like people forgot that the Chargers were even in town.
1: Yeah, shoot. shoot. You know,
0: the Rams. It's okay because they started here. You know, what I mean, and they got some loyal fan base. But if they would got the Rams and the Raiders, it would NFL would have been popping in LA.
1: No, it definitely would have been popping. But hey, I don't know.
0: And their logic is that now they're going to get all the Orange County people to become Charger fans. <laughs> so That's what they said? It's kind of what they're thinking because they were saying that they used to have, like, some Chargers fans would be, like, southern Orange County. They would drive down to San Diego. So it was like, well, if we bring—and they already had a crappy fan base anyway in, in San Diego. So it was like, well, if they bring them to L.A., they'll be closer, and then they can kind of bring in that, that Orange County dollar, if you will.
1: This is the lawmakers who said this? This is a thought process. This is
0: a thought process. Yeah. A dog oh, process. my God.
1: Okay. That's
0: why the stadium looks. is going to look like a resort. Okay You know it's a, it's an over billion dollars Now it's going to be no, The new most expensive stadium In the in the NFL Wow And they're going to use it To pitch for the Olympics When the Olympics They already got the Olympics For what was it 2028 T- mm-hmm. 2028 yep So And it's really interesting To see the area around it Because technically I live in that area And, and, it, and everything has already I mean, started, started Oh yeah started so definitely right. Yeah, yeah yeah I've seen that yeah.
2: Everything is going up In that area That's yeah. crazy it's I mean Great trying comes... to
0: buy The real estate over there If you got some money Because mm-hmm. the property value Is going to go through the roof And they'll probably Come buy your house And do something else
1: with it. So. Oh, yeah, they're definitely going to do that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so we'll yep.
0: see how the NFL, you know, how it how it grows and, and see how it was. What she's like is we'll see what happens with the story of the NFL in L.A., you know, over the next probably five or ten years, so.
1: Should, things should be interesting.
0: Cool, cool, cool. Well, we definitely appreciate your time, sir. No,
2: I thank Thank you all for having me, man. Definitely an enlightening conversation. Thank you very much for having me, both you, you know. gentlemen and young lady. Thank you very
3: much. Thank yes, you. Sir? Thank you for coming.
2: No problem at all.
0: Cool, so until next time, We'll see you later. Peace.
3: Peace. Peace. Peace.